I'm Kalem. I work as program director at WVUA-FM, um, which is 90.7 The Capstone. Um, we are the university's only student-led radio station. And what I'm going to have you guys do is just introduce yourselves, and then we'll get into introducing the band a little bit. I'm Camus. Uh, I'm the violinist. I'm Eric. I'm the vocalist. I write the lyrics, and I also play guitar. I'm Gabe. I play the bass. I'm Sess. I'm the drummer. And I'm Tyler. I'm the other guitar player. So give us kind of like a brief description of what Contact is. Contact is just, it's a musical project. Um, and we're, we're kind of exploring some uh, sort of avant-garde versions of punk music. Uh, we have a violinist, which is mm-hmm. like not a traditional punk instrument. So... Um, I don't know, we're trying to utilize that to create something a little new. Part of the idea is to subvert some of the uh, common tropes of punk music. Um, So, kind of less straightforward time signatures and kind of experimenting with alternate tunings. Weirder instrumentation, like spoken lyrics as opposed to like sung and so on and so forth. So, how did we get to contact? Because I know previously you were escaped youth. Escaped youth, yeah. 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 So, how did that start? I put out a really crazy, unhinged ad on Craigslist looking for bandmates. Fair, fair. Um, And Tyler responded to it. And we, like, met up and got coffee. And everything kind of just snowballed from there, I guess. Um, Yeah, it worked out because I really... Like, should not have responded to people on Craigslist. Yeah. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, we met then, <coughs> and then we got Cesar involved, uh, and then I vaguely knew Eric, and nice. uh, we started going to shows together and, and uh, talking about music, and we found we had very similar tastes and influences and stuff, so mm-hmm. uh, we got him to come in and sing. Well, that was another thing, is we all were, like, terrible at singing and singing, <laughs> yeah. sing, so... can sing and play at the same time. So I was like, do you sing? And you said yes, and I was like, okay, <laughs> I was like, here, I really didn't yeah. sing. Yeah. <laughs> so I just really wanted to be involved in something. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and then, yeah, Canvas came along a little, a little while after. Yep. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know, because he's a classically trained violinist. violinist. yeah. So how does, it, how does that kind of fit in? It's different, because, like, um... Yeah, I've been playing violin since I was five, and like I've been like classically trained from the beginning, well, you did. and like fiddle stuff yeah. on the like side. Yeah, I did the Suzuki method, so I did that for all of that, and so that is like a lot of ear training. So it's mm. not you don't learn. I didn't learn how to read sheet music until eight years after I started playing. Oh, okay. And then um, one of my first teachers was a fiddle and bluegrass violinist, and so okay. we would like jam as part of my lessons. Yeah. And so, and then I'd play, like, my parents really like contra dancing and line dancing, so I'd play violin in the contra bands, because yeah. I didn't want to dance, because I was an awkward teenager who was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Um, and so then, there was kind of some of that. Um, and yeah, so when I got the opportunity to do this, I just kind of jumped at it, because I was kind of looking for something different, because I still play in the symphony for UNM, but mm-hmm. it's like, it's really fun, but it's, you know, still very traditional. 
work. classically, you know, oriented performance and rehearsal and everything. So no, it's awesome to see the difference because you, you'll see him just like shredding at the same <laughs> thing, and then like the next day he's crowd surfing with the violin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very different. And my mom's a violist too, and she plays the symphony, and so it's like it's interesting to like tell her about kind of how these shows work yeah. and what I am up to versus what she's used to seeing me do. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's cool. It's really cool. Kind of in the process of making music, how does that kind of start? Is it all of y'all together or just maybe one on lead? I know um, Eric said he did most of the lyrics and stuff, so... I mean, I, I usually write a lot of the, like, initial ideas for songs, and then we just take them and workshop them together, and everybody writes their parts. Um, I mean, sometimes, I, you know, like Gabe's brought in riffs... I don't know. Everybody yeah, I think we've all kind of yeah. brought in ideas. Usually, yeah. it, like starts with one idea, then the actual like, songwriting like structuring process is like pretty collaborative. So it's not like someone will bring in like five ideas and be like this and this and this and this. It'll be like, oh, I have this thing, <laughs> this thing, and mm-hmm. kind of work together to make a song. And then uh, once the song is like mostly completed musically, I'll just get a recording of it and listen over to it and then start working on the lyrics. And I think it also just like every song we write we have to play for a little while before it even gets fully fleshed out. There's yeah. just like a when I change my I've changed my parts for almost all the songs since we first wrote them or recorded mm-hmm. them yeah. um, in I, some way or another they're very different than how it started yeah I feel like we're still like adding and experimenting with new parts like yeah. at least during the live performances it also because like because we played the same set <laughs> every night for shows on tour and at home most most times like it's like the nuance gets more and more like apparent because it's it's like the little tiny things um, that stick out that stick yeah. out that I like I know like I, I recognize that we like have changed just even since we left Albuquerque um, just the yeah. last show a lot one. of the times it's not even intentional which is, that's also like the nice part about being able to like play live before the song is released on like yeah. streaming services and stuff because then you have time to like get it, get like, it. more All fleshed done. out into its yeah. final form because I know even with uh the songs we have right now, um, some of them really weren't even like. I mean, they were finished for the most part, but we've actually made some changes to yeah. some of the songs after they were recorded. So yeah, yeah, I think I think having them recorded was a, a huge catalyst in the change of it because we listened to it in the studio after it was like an eight-hour session. We're like, yeah, it's good. Yeah. And then we listen to it now, we're like, oh, God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, it's it's nothing fundamentally changed, transformative. <coughs> but, yeah, those little minutiae that really, uh, it, make it, fe- it makes it feel like we're no longer the escape youth. We're actually mm-hmm. contact now. Nice. And I think uh, after, because we're planning on touring again in, like, under six months. Yeah. So, um... We won't have time to like record anything new, but the plan is to have like a new set by then. So I think it'll be nice to tour with like a new set, yeah. And then be able to come home and record it. <laughs> then it'll probably be a lot more uh, like finished rather yeah. than uh, yeah. just playing it a few times and then going into the studio with it. We can have time to work on the minutia while on the road. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. Well, are you guys liking being on the road, or do you want to go back yeah. home? It's, it's, it's fun. fun. It's really it's fun. I love it. Yeah, it's, it's great to be in these places that, of course, they're real, but, you know, 
mm-hmm. li- living in the same in the same place for over a decade. Like, oh, Birmingham has just made a place that, yeah. Yeah. that people on the internet talk about, and, yeah. et cetera. And, and, you know, being here is like, oh, we're here through our music, for yeah. our music, and it's in a new place, new place to us, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's really definitely quite exciting. The driving is not so great. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, and the coolest part to me is just meeting all the people that we've been playing with or, like, interacting with yeah, the shows, yeah. and we met some really awesome folks yeah, so far. Yeah, that would probably be my favorite part Yeah, it's of really, really cool. Yeah. And, and finding people, like, especially the shows that we have played and will play, like, it's a lot of like-minded individuals, so it's like, ex- yeah. it's kind of expanding your community horizons of, like, what you thought was going on, because the show that we played in Baton Rouge especially, it felt like the same scene at home with different people, just new folks, and it was like, it was cool to see that it's it's happening in other places, other places yeah. besides what you know, and but it, it bears like striking resemblance to what you're familiar with, so it's like, it's comfort, at the same time it's also very new. Okay, so best and worst food you've had on the road? Oh, boy. That's a good... I'd say worst like, is that Cane's because it just made us all feel yeah. so shitty. Yeah, mm-hmm. Cane's killed me. It was better. tasty, but, but it just made really messed yeah. with my system. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like 90% of my diet is food that tastes good. And yeah. Feel like <laughs> garbage for yeah. the rest yeah, of the yeah, day. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a worst. I, I, I think my favorite food was we were in Hattiesburg and there was this burger place mm. called Hattie's Burgers. <laughs> and the meat was like this thick. Massive patty. Oh, <laughs> I got like a breakfast one and it was like a patty this thick and then they had like breakfast sausage on top of it. Oh my goodness. And an egg. I was... Oh. <laughs> you have to describe orally how big it was for me. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know. It was it's like, like one inch thick. Yeah, it was, like a, it was like a six-inch tall burger almost. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, all in all, like, <laughs> yeah. it was like it was, it comes <laughs> out on the plate, and you're like, "How am I gonna bite this?" It was yeah. a hefty guy. <laughs> and then he's fork and knife. Yeah, the, the po' boy place. That po' boy place. You're right. That's actually really weird. Some po' boy saying um, killer po' boys in New Orleans. New Orleans. That shrimp was insane. And then the beignets. I thought the beignets were gonna be just like oh. Mm-hmm. It's what you get in no so yeah, good. We, we got really 15. Good. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like yeah. our little version of Soap and Yeah. No, I was thinking about Big Vibes. You have two singles out right now, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. So it's Railroad Track and how do you say the other one? Nylon. Nylon. Okay. So um, those are on an EP question mark? Or yes, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. And those um, came out on New Year's Eve. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I remember us talking about that. And that demo uh, includes like four, it, four songs total plus an intro, and those two singles are on there as well as two other songs. Yeah. yeah. So. You guys have four more shows, as um, Gabe said earlier. Um, and what's kind of on the horizon after that? Are we thinking? <laughs> Um, well, yeah, we're, we have a lot of shows lined up in Albuquerque. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're starting to open for some, like, bigger acts, which is fun. Nice. Uh, and then we're planning a, a, uh, dual tour with another band from Albuquerque called Stars Don't Need Anything for the okay. summer. Uh, so we're gonna hopefully, like, go through the Midwest and yeah. the East Coast and back down. Um, there's that, and then writing more music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If there's anything this tour has made us want to do, it's write new songs. Yeah. 